Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good Is Rugby League as we charge through November. Uh, I'm joined as always by Michael Corbin. Michael, good evening. How are you? Emmanuel, I am good. Had a, a bit of a big weekend. That's why we're a bit late to record this one. We said Sunday, but you know, uh, the the alcohol got the better of us. But you were right about one thing, Emmanuel. The Queensland just one. Maro- just one. The Queensland Maroons <laughs> will steal game one. Yeah. You were warned. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. Uh, just like last year, the Queenslanders found a way to win despite uh, looking much worse for wear on pa- uh, team for pa- team on paper. And yeah, I I mentioned it last week, and I didn't think it would actually happen. But my God, Dane Gagai is the best Origin backer, one of the best Origin backs I have seen ever. Where is this former Clubland? <laughs> He's so good the moment he, he puts on a Maroon jersey. It's unbelievable. He destroyed us. I think he won man of the match. And yeah, they Queensland Queensland were better the better side in that second half. Yeah, they were um they were brilliant. They were just it was just very simple. They looked very cohesive. They had a simple job. And the and the second half they really just sort of they struggled a bit in the first half. Um, they had a lot of possession early, very early. And, um, the, I mean, you know, the, the ambush was on from the kickoff. They got the ball back from the kickoff and, and it shouldn't have happened. And you could just tell that New South Wales were, weren't going to be on. Um, but then the Blues got up to an early lead uh, and went into halftime looking pretty good. And, and it, looked to, it could have gone either way. But um, Master Coach strikes again. Yeah, I... I want to give a, like, a mention to Daly Cherry Evans and Cameron Munster. I thought DCE was incredible at steering his team around the park. He was very involved, and I think that was the big difference between the two teams in the second half. I think our halves weren't missing, both Cleary and Keary, and uh, it has meant that Luke Keary has been dropped. Um, but, yeah, just Cherry Evans's class and experience at this level really helped this team, I found. Yeah, the Blues halves were very disappointing. Um, Luke Keary is a is a very very good complementary half, I think. But he he it was very complementary to Reynolds. It was very complementary to Cooper Cronk. But I feel like um, in in this game he had a, a very junior junior halfback. I understand that Cleary's been Origin level for a couple of years. But he's coming off a long season, a long final series. Um, he's probably still recovering from the grand final. And it's where you, you'd expect Luke Keary, who's won three premierships, to sort of take a bit more control of the team. And I just think in times like these, he, he struggles to do that. And, you know, some, some players just don't succeed at an origin level. They're great at club level and a system that works. And, um, as you know, as much as um, Flanagan copped all the criticism for the Roosters campaign this year, I think um, both halves caused issues for the Roosters, and I think the same thing in Origin. Cleary underperformed. It was a similar situation. You got a, a very junior player there, um, although Cleary is more experienced than Flanagan. But you just needed a bit of support and just something different. I don't think that that was there in um, Origin on Wednesday. Look, the same thing happened last year with Cody Walker. 
the exact same thing. We had a real bad performance from our halves in game one. Brad Fittler made the move. It was Cody Walker who got dropped. He actually went, he got completely dropped out of a side like Kiri, and we ended up winning the next two games. So it's not unprecedented. We've seen this before. And it's just one of those, you know, Queensland were ready. They they were more prepared than us. But I still don't think this, this series is nowhere near over. There's another two games. And I, I back this Blues team to get over the hump. I think the bench construction for the Blues this week is much better. Um, Cody Walker is no longer coming off the bench. He's starting, as I just said. Uh, but you haven't got that utility on the bench. You're, the utility <clears throat> is Isaiah Yo, who can fill in at multiple positions. But, you know, Cody Walker wasn't, isn't a utility in the first place. Uh, I think another weakness which hasn't been addressed was... The fact that Queensland kind of had special specialist centres. They had Capewell, who's spent his time in the centres, and obviously Gagai, who's spent plenty of time in the centres, whereas we played a 5-8 and a fullback in centres, and that's where the defence kind of got picked apart. So there are some issues that Brad Fittler really needs to address. Yeah, and, th- and this is the problem when you play players out of position. It doesn't always work. Um, we saw this with Matt Moylan countless times at the origin level. He'd come in and play... Um, play out of club position, and I, I just think it, it, it creates problems of its own. But I, I just want to go back to what you said about the bench. There was a lot of talk during the week about what was the point of having Cody Walker um, on the bench, which I agree was, was pointless. Um, what was the point of having him on the bench? Um, and if Fittler was going to bring him on so late in the game anyway, if things went badly, New South Wales' bench was very much exposed because you were already down... Um, down one, and then um, Cordner went off. You were sorry, you were, you were down one forward because you you were carrying a um, roving back on the bench in Cody Walker. Then Cameron Murray got injured, couldn't be replaced. Cordner went down. New South Wales suddenly looked very shaky. So I think it was poor, poor bench choice, um, as opposed to Queensland's bench. And Queensland's pack just seemed so much bigger and stronger than the New South Wales pack. And, you know, some of these players got going and, and they were just fantastic. Welch, I know he's out this week, um, but he was absolutely incredible. Um, incredible for Queensland um, and really showed his experience um, that he's, he's had in big games. Uh, Papali, Sua um, and Big Tino, all amazing. And then you had Arrow coming off the bench. And, and I just think, um, it was a very strong performance from Queensland. The, the, the forwards all just did their job. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that Queensland have lost AJ Brimson, who I thought was good at the back in his first game. Uh, he will be replaced by Valentine Holmes. Um, so I think that, you know, they're going to lose a bit there because I think Brimson is a bit more of a dynamic player. But this te- this Queensland team is a really good team. Uh Bad news for uh, Brimson is it's a Liz Frank issue, which uh, is bone of the foot. Uh, normally, it's about a three to four month recovery. So he could be missing time at the start of next season as well, uh, which happened this year as well. So he hasn't really had like a proper yeah. off season. So unfortunate for him. Uh, good signs for the Titans at the back end of the season. But yeah, bad injury to get. Um, you mentioned yeah. Boyd Cordner as well. He has been dropped purely because of the concussion issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, we spoke about the concussion issue during the season. Uh, it's concerning. Um, 
it there, there's going to come a time where I think he's going to have to be expendable for the Roosters. I understand they will find a position for him uh, off the field, I think, but it's 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 becoming too serious an issue, and the club could could cop some consequences for it down the track. I mean, just the way you see him in these situations and 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 the the frequency of the head knocks and the, the position he's getting, he got himself into in that tackle is as concerning as anything else. But I mean, he had one. It was in the in the Canberra final um, at the SCG, wasn't it? Corpus, where he got yeah. knocked out in that game too, and came yeah. off. And um, it, you know, that's the last game he's played. And then to back it up this week is is. I mean, there's just got to be some some um, bit more focus from him, really. I think on on how long he wants this to go on. Yeah, there's talks that he might take a whole year off and come back in a year's time. I don't know how well that'll do him. Uh, honestly, uh, if it's really scary, I'm sure that you know they've got the best experts in the country looking at this and you know informing him on whether to play. But the eye test is scary. You know, you keep on seeing the same person knocked out again and again, and you start getting worried. Uh, I would love to see him in Roos's colours, but if it costs him years of his life down the track and serious problems in the future, it's not worth it. It's really not. Um, yeah, and and like no one, and there's no doubt that Roosters always take player welfare very seriously, and and it's such a big thing in sport now. But no, I mean, no one really predicts how how long this is like where the where all these head knocks are going to leave him, and and you know he's also got to think about like is he going to be in a position with all these head knocks to to be employable and and have a position somewhere after football as well, like. You know, you don't want to have such like permanent damage to your brain and and to your how you function um, that it plays uh, and has such an impact long term. So it, it's something that to be mindful of, and I wouldn't be surprised if over the course of the summer we see something on this because um, I think the time's going to come where the Roosters have to clear their aging roster anyway. And Corden is not that old; he's very experienced, but it just might be at that time some generational change comes through. No. I could see um, a medical retirement coming through as well, possibly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the other one I also want to talk about, Xavier Coates on the wing for Queensland. Absolutely awesome. Love the yeah. energy this guy has. Um, fantastic post-match um, press conference with Channel 9. Um, so much energy, so excited. Um, said it was the best feeling in the world. Um, Joey Johns told him he needs to get out more. And... Um, <laughs> But just really liked um, watching this kid. It just, you know, doesn't take his position for granted. Not a, not a touch of arrogance in there. And just really grateful to be there. And, and sometimes I think that's one of the things that Queensland does better in, than New South Wales is this desire to play for this Maroons jersey. Um, it was absolutely awesome. And then to see the footage from the Sheds post-game of um, him um, giving Wayne Bennett a big hug. So, um, yeah, good viewing. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, Queensland were just exceptional. All right, Emmanuel, uh, game two, who you got, Queensland or New South Wales? Uh, I'm backing the Blues in this one. Um, won't be much in it. There never is. But I think New South Wales at home um, to make the uh, game three on the 18th a decider. So um, I predicted a 2-1 to the Blues. So I'm backing the Blues in the next two games. Um, and I've got New South Wales in this one. How about you, Corbs? Yep, I really hope the Blues get up in this one because the poor ratings for Origin 1 will only go down if there is not a decider in Origin 3. 
I can already tell you right now, I have no inside goals on this. No word whatsoever. Origin through Origin next year will be played in the middle of the season as it always has been. It will not be at the end of the season. Yeah, uh, I 100% agree. Uh, I would really love to see a mid-season representative block. I think, I don't know if we reduce the club season to say 20 rounds or 22 rounds and you have all the rep games in, in the middle of the season and just have the focus on origin, gives the clubs a break um, and we don't have the split rounds because um, club football every year but this year has sort of taken a backward seat during that origin period. So mm-hmm. uh, that could come up in the next broadcasting rights deal. Uh, Corp, should we run through the teams? Yes, go for it. Okay, so um, for the Blues, uh, Whiten has been hampered by a leg injury during the week, but he is good to go. And Stephen Crichton did not finish um, the session yesterday, but should be available next week. Um, as we've said, Cordner won't play, um, and Luke Keary has been dropped to the reserves. Cody Walker will start at 5'8", with Angus, um, with Angus Crichton to start in Cordner's spot in the back row. Uh, Payne Haas and Junior Paulo have swapped spots from game one uh, with Haas to start and Paulo to come off the bench. Cam Murray's ruled out with that hamstring injury um, and there is now a new look bench um, with Paulo, Dale Finucane, Azayo and Nathan Brown. Um, Kiri, Campbell Gillard, Crichton and Cam McInnes are on the reserves list. For the Maroons, uh, Katewell is in doubt. Um, after failing to train with the main group. Um, He strained his groin in the lead-up to uh, last week's win in Adelaide and left the field late. Philip Philip Sammy has trained in the centres with Edric Lee on the wing, and that could be um, a sign of where Queensland are going. uh, Also for Queensland, Holmes will make his origin comeback, um, and Denanis Louis is a surprise inclusion at prop, uh, with Christian Welch out, as we said. Uh, Cohen Hess is out and Jaden Sewer starting after impressing in game one. He had a phenomenal game. He's had an awesome season. Uh, he's been really good with Wayne Bennett this year and I thought he was very impressive for Queensland the other night. Um, and then the only change is, um, the only other change is um, Fotu Aika getting a spot on the interchange bench. Um, as you said, AJ Brimson is out. Um, and that could be a, um, a problem for Queensland. So, so what are your thoughts, Corbs? Uh, look, I, I'm actually really surprised that Junior Paulo was dropped uh, to the bench. I thought that he was probably one of the Blues' best on the night. I think his ability to offload the ball and play make at that front row position is very dangerous. Uh, the Blues' bench, though, is... You mentioned size before. It's much bigger when, you know, you replace the likes of Cam Murray, Luke Keary with Dale Finuke and Nathan Brown and then Isaiah Yo, who is your versatile, is your utility player. Uh, yeah, I Payne Haas can obviously play probably bigger minutes in the other two front rows. I just, I, I will not. So starting him, I think, is the right move because he's more of an 80-minute player than an impact player, I would say. Uh, Crichton has been really good all year, so I understand him getting that uh, second row spot. Uh, for the blue, for, for the for the Maroons, there's not much changes. You lose Welch. Dynamis Lewis had a really good season for the Raiders. Uh, still not sold on Valentine Holmes as a fullback. 
I haven't seen it. Uh, so I, I'm wondering whether that'll be an issue. Fodawaka on the bench, though, is a great inclusion. He was fantastic for the Gold Coast all year. He was probably one of their best players week in, week out. So, uh, yeah, there's, you know, I think both teams have taken a little bit of a hit injury-wise, but the Blues, look, again, on paper, they're the better team. They should win this. Yeah, I think so. And I think now that we've seen how Queensland's going to play the game, I, I think bring in... Um, you know, and bolstering your bench with the likes of Nathan Brown and Yo um, is going to be a bit of a difference. It's better for their rotations. Um, and I think Cody Walker will probably provide spark that Luke Keary sort of struggles to find on his own. So, um, and the combination with Cook should not be underrated there as well. Um, so that will be um, one to watch. I think the Blues will win this. I still think it'll be close. Um, but let's see how we go. And then hopefully we're one all for Siri, uh, for game three next week. Yeah, agreed. I think that's it for us this week. It's going to be a, it's a short one, obviously. Only one game to preview and one game to recap. Uh, and there's not really much going on in Clubland. So we're going to keep on giving you some shorter stuff here uh, over the next two weeks, I think, we've got left. And then we will see where we go from there. Uh, but that is it. Anything else, Emmanuel? That's all from me, Corbs. All right. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And one more thing, Emmanuel, how good is Rugby League? How good is Rugby League? Thank you, Michael. Thank you.